Welcome to Dear Empath with Gus Baxter. On this weekly podcast, we discuss all things personal, spiritual, and professional growth and break down these philosophies into everyday language we can all understand. Let's walk on this journey together. In this three-part series, I will cover three emotional states and the messages that we can find there. As empaths, we learn that emotions are a language onto themselves. Increasing our emotional intelligence will serve to expand our understanding of ourselves. Learning the language of emotions gives you a chance to step back in the heat of the moment, check in with yourself, listen to that message, and then move forward with clarity. Increasing your emotional intelligence will also aid you in helping and healing other people. As you become more confident in identifying and acknowledging these emotions within yourself, you will be able to more readily identify and understand them in other people. This gives you a chance to strike at the heart of the matter, allowing for validation, understanding, and healing when working with other people. Over the next few episodes, we will discuss anger, sadness, and fear. You can think of each of these as greater emotional categories that break down into the myriad of emotions we feel every day. On today's episode, we're starting with sadness. As we dive into these topics, I want you to know that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. Maybe this brings up a memory for you from a time when you experienced loss. Or maybe this brings up a memory of when you had to let go of something important in your life. These episodes may connect deeply with what you're going through right now. No matter your emotional response, I want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to feel whatever it is you feel. Is it uncomfortable? Does it make you recoil? Well, good. If learning more about ourselves and challenging our perspectives was easy, then everybody would be a master by now. It's okay if you want to pause this episode and pick it up later. You are a part of this community, along with every listener out there. Although you may not be next to each other, you are sharing the same space and you are supported. I want to acknowledge our sources for today, Becoming an Empath by Carla McLaren and the American Psychological Association, which can be found at www. .apa.org. Sadness is a watery emotion that fills us up and begs to be expressed. Sadness is one of the most common experiences we have, but it is often overlooked or misunderstood. This emotion can feel like we are welling up with water inside of us, where the only recourse is to cry. Sadness can feel like a pit or a hole, like a part of us has been ripped out. Sadness can even feel like a subtle nudge towards letting something go, an overall feeling that it's time to move on. Before we talk about the messages in sadness, I want to be clear on what sadness is not. Sadness, depression, and grief are related emotional states, but they are not the same. Too often these experiences get rolled up into one. As empaths, If we start to understand the differences between these emotions, we can start to more accurately listen to their messages. Depression 
is a melting pot of emotions. Sadness is definitely a component of depression. Anger is also a component of depression, sometimes as shame or guilt or even apathy. Depression needs to be looked at and understood as a separate emotion from sadness. Questions that you can ask depression are, why has my energy gone? Where is my energy now? Be open to the answers. You may find that depression is giving you a universal stop sign and redirecting you to something that will be so much more beneficial for you. Grief is not the same as sadness. In grief, there's no choice in releasing. The loss has already occurred. Like sadness, this can be a watery expression. But where sadness brings water into us to help us release, grief drops us into the middle of the ocean with no land in sight. A question for this emotion is what must be mourned? Take this journey slowly. There is never a rush in working with grief. What must be mourned sounds like a simple question, but the depth it will take you is immense. These conventionally darker emotions will always lead you back to yourself. When you work with them, learn their timing, and understand their message, they will always lead you back to brighter days. Too often, people blame sadness for the way they're feeling. That made me sad, or he made me sad are common expressions of this emotion. The focus is on the feeling and how much you want to get rid of it. Sadness is the response to a person holding on to something they should get rid of. Sadness is the effect, not the cause. Henry Ford said, Failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. Sadness is your body's internal message to start again but more intelligently. It's showing you what is not working, how you can let go of it, and move on even stronger. You may have guessed it by now, but the first question to ask sadness is, what must I release? Sadness is alerting you to a belief, a practice, a relationship, an expectation that is not serving you. And continuing to hold on to that will only hold you back. The second question to ask sadness is, what needs to be renewed? When you release what you're holding on to, you may find a renewal of spirit. You feel lighter. You feel more like yourself. You feel more energized to move on. Asking what needs to be renewed will help you direct this energy towards new goals. Sadness can ask a lot of us. Sadness is inherently asking us to step outside of our comfort zones, to take a risk, to enter spaces we've never been before. It's very easy to ignore sadness and find coping mechanisms to get you through, because the thought of changing is far scarier than staying where you are. These coping mechanisms can be a subtle quicksand, and before you know it, you're too deep to pull yourself out. Trust in your own bravery, in your own courage. When you honor the message of sadness, you are honoring yourself. You're doing right by you. Externally, sadness may be alerting you to people, relationships, or expectations that need to be released. Most commonly, we feel sadness about the people and relationships in our lives, 
our boyfriends and girlfriends, our professional relationships, and our friendships. These can be very difficult to let go of because they are so closely woven within ourselves. Focusing on renewal, asking yourself what must be renewed, is a powerful way to step forward. Little by little, you will be untying yourself from those relationships and becoming stronger as your individual self. Expectations can be easily overlooked as a source of sadness. How many times do you imagine how something is going to work out for you, and then expect that outcome to come true? Sometimes it does, and that's an incredible feeling. Sometimes it doesn't, and that can leave you feeling bereft, despite having never actually lost anything. These expectations can be a source of a lot of sadness. Asking yourself, what must I release, can lead you to a more healthy expression of your aspirations. Sadness can come from internal sources, like thoughts, beliefs, or ideals. This can involve our sense of self or how we see ourselves. Sadness can help challenge what we know of ourselves and lead us into a deeper and more sacred connection with our inner selves. Now we've covered sadness and its corresponding questions. How do we use this information? Sadness offers us an incredible opportunity to slow down, clearly look at what's around us, identify what needs to be released, and prepare to move forward. This emotion takes us out of our daily routine, almost forcing us to reconcile it. One method of reconciling any sadness you feel is, of course, journaling. Personally, I love journaling, and I will always recommend this as an opportunity to heal. Take out a notebook, pen and paper, open up a document on your computer or phone, write down everything that's going through your head. Write down what happened. Write down how you feel. When you feel like you're entering into a calm space and can see this with some objectivity, ask yourself, what must be released? What must be renewed? Let the answers flow onto the paper. Open yourself up to the fullness of your sadness. Cry, scream, sob. Let this be a messy process. Talk to yourself or a trusted friend. Be honest and open about your experiences. If you give yourself over to this emotional expression, between the tears and sobs, you may find yourself speaking the exact advice you need to hear. Sadness will show you the way. You can take this into a healing session. Whether you see a coach or a therapist or some other form of healing practitioner, you can take these questions into that session and use that time to connect with yourself. No matter the method you choose, make time to do this. Whether you want to set aside 30 minutes to journal and connect with yourself, or you want to spend 10 minutes on your evening walk thinking about your experiences and sadness, this work is important. When you create a practice, it can seem difficult at first. But the more you practice, the easier it becomes. The more you practice getting connected and listening to yourself, it will start becoming second nature to you. You will be able to use these skills with greater ease. For the next week, challenge yourself to face your sadness when it comes up. Ask yourself, what must be released? What must be renewed? Journal. Talk to a professional. Talk to yourself or just think about it. You will be surprised what information comes up. 
The emotions are a language, and you are taking the next steps in understanding it. Dear Empath with Gus Baxter is a product of Atlas Readings, LLC. You can find out more information at www.atlasreadings.com or at patreon.com slash atlasreadings.